Good morning, everyone. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Let's start with a prayer. Lord, we thank you for the day that you have given us. I pray that this word helps somebody. I don't know how, but Lord, it certainly has helped me. And I just pray, Lord, that your people be edified, whoever be listening. Lord, come into their homes and fill them with your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. In the blood of Jesus, in your precious name we pray. Amen. Today is something personal. Um, and ignore the hoddy does in the background. Um, we'd be in South Africa. I suppose that's the glorious sound of a South African morning. Um, it's very personal. And um, I just hope that I can put this into words in a way that will make you understand the, the, the awakening I am having. So, it's been many years that I've experienced a great deal of emotional pain. Um, in 2019, I was diagnosed with a mental health disorder that has been called the leprosy of mental health illnesses. It's the most highly stigmatized di disorder there is, and it's also the most painful disorder that there is. But whether I have it or not is irrelevant because what I experience is another story. And um, basically, I call them sometimes episodes, Lately, I've called them sort of collapses because that's what it makes me do. It makes me stop functioning. So um, the anxiety and depression that one normally feels will manifest itself in severe pain, usually triggered by um, I have an intense fear of abandonment. And so if something triggers that fear, I will lose rationality. Um, I will have such intense anxiety and depression and intense pain will come with it that I will lose rationality. And for those brief moments, I am a mess. Um, and, you know, I've had people sit with me and have to repeat themselves over and over and over again to penetrate the myriad of horrible thoughts that circle my mind and come out of my mouth because they're so painful when I leave them inside that I kind of try and express myself. And, you know, a lot of bad self-esteem, negative thoughts about myself, usually um, it will turn inwardly, right? But also um, there will be times when I'm angry, intensely angry, and also, if the person doesn't know how to respond, um, if they say things like, oh, just calm down, flares me up. Um, and as a result of this, I've lost many people in my life. Um, because people, it's all very well for them to say, you know, it's fine, we will help you. Or will be there. 
But when it comes down to it and they see the ugliness, they leave. Which feeds into the abandonment fear. And for years, I saw myself and I'm seeing myself as someone who is not worthy of love. Because I keep having these moments. And particularly these moments have stopped me from doing things I want to do. Which has made me sort of get into the self-hatred even more. And frustration because I, yeah, I, I cannot do what I used to do. It, it feels like it's crippling me. It feels like it's stopping me from opportunities and stuff. The pain is extremely intense. I can't describe it. Um, but when I heard that it was called, well, what I was formally diagnosed with was called the leprosy of mental illnesses, I immediately thought of the Bible um, and I thought of um, Jesus. For a while now, I've been trying to come to terms of, or with, rather, not of, but come to terms with um, my, like, not only these moments, but my relationship with Jesus. Because I always thought to myself that Jesus, living in Israel, you know, he lived in another time, in a different context, and he's a man, which, you know, most of my friends are women. So how am I going to relate to somebody that I maybe don't have similarities with? I mean, it's not necessarily that all of my friends are the same as me. I've got particular friends that are very different from me. Um, and we're still friends. But I really was grappling with how do you have a relationship with somebody that you just, that that's that's different from you. Or so different from you, radically different times even. And like, does he know about the challenges we're facing now? Of course he does. But, you know, to try and grapple with that and, and, and imagine that. And I want to read to you to... Um, kind of go into the topic that I have been discussing um, I want to read to you just briefly the story of Matthew 8 where Jesus heals a man with leprosy so chapter 8 verses 1 to 4 when Jesus came down from the mountainside large crowds followed him a man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, see that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to him. So, amen. So, um, we have... This time where a leper came to Jesus, and again, lepers were outcast, they were judged. And he asked God if he was willing, he can make him clean. And Jesus reached out and touched him, and he said, he is, he's clean. Jesus touching um, a leper 
obviously completely forbidden. And also this is where there was a lot of see that you don't tell anyone. Um, and, you know, it was this all took place when there was a lot of healing going on by Jesus. And Jesus is not the only sick man or sick person that Jesus has healed. I just picked this one because, you know, it's one of the famous leprosy stories in the Bible. But the lepers are, and I mean, I was listening, funny enough, to a podcast about leprosy recently, where this disease was only sort of not so stigmatized in the 80s. Like in the 60s, people were still shunning lepers. There was an island that lepers were sent to at one point in the US because they were still shunning them. And, you know, now leprosy is more or less treatable, um, curable. And it shows how we don't, and we don't even think about it. You know, we don't even worry about it. Like if it comes, if it happens to somebody, there's ways to get around it now. And people may or may not, you know, maybe they still will have those old stereotypes. But the point is, is that it's not a, a problem that will have you completely shunned from society. And this is where, you know, it's so amazing to see that when, when something seems to be not normal or people cannot deal with it, people fear it, then you're automatically judged and shunned. But Jesus did not judge or shun this leper. He touched him. And, you know, for somebody, it, it came to me last night that for somebody who has had, you know, it's not necessarily a, um acceptance of my actions in the sense of, you know, whenever I get angry and I hurt somebody, then it's not saying that it's okay for me to do that. I mean, it's still not right and it hurts the other person. But the fact that they have judged and given up on me is really not an indicator of what Jesus would do. For forever, I felt that how could God make me like this? How could God make me so faulty that I keep doing this, that I keep having these episodes in pain where, you know, I feel like a chronic pain patient, but also that I hurt other people in the process. And there's a blog on this and someone wrote that they're glad that they believe in a God who pays no attention to labels, man-made ones. The God they know sees those of us suffering with this as people who might have had rough lives, making us overly sensitive. He sees the hurt child that is deep within so many of us. In other words, he sees our true character. 
he's less concerned about the personality we display on the outside because he knows this is not always a good reflection of the character we have within. He will always see us the way we truly are. People don't know how to respond to, a, to these kinds of situations. People don't know, they, they fear people like this. And, you know, the emotions that I go through, the anger, the pain, the depression, are not indicative of my character. And reading this in a blog and realizing this for the first time was actually the most releasing thing ever because I judged myself for so long on the radical emotions and irrational emotions I was displaying. As the person says, emotions are not usually an indication of the person's character. Most probably, they're a different person on the inside. And the behavior is not intentional. It can't be helped. And, you know, there's a good side to me. And how this person writes is they say, the anger I showed was not the real me. It was only behavior people saw on the outside. Unfortunately, that's what I was judged by. And it's, it's sad because the fear people have of those living with similar disorders or mental health issues must be one of the most tragic things and it is one of the the most tragic things aside from the pain that perhaps comes with it is that fear causes like this exclusion and it's difficult to have friends it's difficult to have a social life and the stigma causes greater pain often than the illness itself and you know, Jesus showing no fear to a leper, touching a leper. Even when the story about the prostitute, Jesus showed her love she had not thought possible. He showed her the compassion she so badly needed. And she cried. Greatest expression of gratitude because after years of leading a stigmatized, empty life, she had such this deep emotion and it was just so amazing reading this reading the word and realizing that jesus knows my character jesus knows the good person inside of me people's judgment are not a reflection of what he sees I don't have to prove myself to anybody because he sees me. He sees how hard I'm trying and he sees my daily struggles that others don't understand. Just like the leper, just like the prostitute, he sees the pain and he doesn't shy away from it. He's not scared of it. And if I don't have anything in common with Jesus, That does not separate me from him. Because 
when I call out to him. And as much of the pain as I am experiencing. Jesus is not scared of it. And even though I still have questions as to why I am like this. But often he has told me why. He is there for me. And he will not judge me. That relief and release of knowing that I am good. That there is something good in me. And that people's judgment, this is the message I have today. People's judgment of you, whatever you are going through, whatever you're experiencing. If it may not be this, another mental health issue or something else. Jesus is there for you. And I promise that you are not people's judgments. Jesus sees the good in you. Jesus sees you trying. And Jesus will heal you and help you through whatever you are going through. It may take years. It may take your entire lifetime. But he will. One just has to have faith. Thank you for listening to the story. And may God bless you. And stay blessed throughout the week. In the blood of Jesus, in your precious name, I pray. Amen.